You are now tuned in to the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles. Extraordinary people with extraordinary stories. Sitting down with a hot dog extraordinaire himself, Mike Rudd. Now, on to the Chronicle. Welcome, everybody. Reading books is not going to go away. So long as we have more people fighting in this world, like my guest today, to show the world how wonderful it can be to read books and write your own book. I'm your host, Marketing Fun with Mike, a.k.a. Mike Rudd, and these are the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles, which are real interviews with real hot dog extraordinaires with one goal, to tell their story and to inspire you and give you ideas to set out with finding your hot dog stand, a.k.a. passion and calling in your career and life. If you like this podcast and want to join my fun community, head to my website, marketingfunwithmike.com, and sign up for my newsletter. You get a free PDF of my ebook. That will give you 10 action steps to start the process of finding your passion in life, plus a lot more. As always, what can I do for you? I want to help you guys live the life that you want and deserve, and let's have a damn good time doing it. I'm honored to uh, have today's guest on the show. Jim Kukrell joins me for this podcast. Jim is a former TED Talk speaker. He's author of one of my favorite books of all time, Attention. This book will make you money, exclamation point. And... He has written so much more and his website, The Author Marketing Club, was a huge help in helping me get the word out on both books that I've written. Jim, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me on the show. You know, I love the hot dog stand analogy and, and what you're putting together. I mean, it's, it's just a really good, uh, really good marketing message. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, let's start off with uh, your story. You know... You've taken part in a lot of different, what I think are incredible endeavors in your career. Why don't you share with people your journey and what has brought you to the point in life that you're at now? Yeah, emotional part, as best as I can. Um, I would say that I've spent the last 18 years working to build an internet business and build my own businesses and live the life that I want. And I don't make millions of dollars. I don't uh, have fancy cars. I don't have a big house. I don't have a lot of money. I can't retire. I'm not one of those guru guys, right? I'm not somebody who talks about driving and going on vacations to Maui. I, I just don't have that type of life. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm a normal guy who makes an okay living, but I work for myself and I do what I love. I coach all my kids uh, baseball, football, volleyball, basketball games. I never miss an event. And I love what I do. And it took 18 years to get here. It wasn't overnight, right? It was, uh, it was my plan in realizing that I never wanted to work for anyone ever again. I wanted to run my own business. And it took a long time to get here and to get to the point where I'm financially stable, able to, to build, keep my businesses going online and not have to rely on someone else. So, a lot of this happened over the 18 years, but the biggest thing that happened was I had my first anxiety attack probably about five or six years ago. And I thought I was going to die. When you had your first anxiety attack, that's what you think, right? You didn't know it's an anxiety attack. And I realized after that long experience, after that experience that I was working on things I didn't want to do and working too long and not enjoying life. And I was worrying too much about money and all of those things. And I, I made another shift in my life, and here's where I am today, where I'm doing the things I love, 
exploring my passion. And it's really interesting how once you start doing that, once that the triggering point for me was the anxiety attack, once you start doing that, how it all just comes back to you. So that's where I am today. That, you know, very much what you're talking about there is what I try to preach to my community is just you're not going to necessarily make so much money that you're retiring at 40 years old and sitting on a beach somewhere sipping cocktails. You're just going to be able to live every day, though, doing something that you really enjoy and really believe in. And you're able to expand your passions into that. For instance, what you talked about for coaching all your kids, if, to be able to have the time to do that. That's part of, I think, something that's missing in a lot of the workforce. Absolutely. You know, there's so many people nowadays, you know, I have this theory. I, I, I believe this, you know, since we live in a post 9-11 world. And I truly believe that a lot of people, especially younger people, saw that you know, with this horrible tragedy of 9-11. And I think a lot of people looked at that and said, you know what? The world could end any day, right? This is not the same world I grew up in in the 1970s, right? It's a totally different world out there right now. And I see a lot of people moving towards the lifestyle entrepreneur business because they're like, you know what? This could just all end. Aliens could come in. You know, there could be another big terrorist. Something's going to happen. Let's shift and start thinking about what we want to do for our lives and what we're passionate about, because obviously the internet has changed it for everybody and allowed everybody to have a better opportunity to do those things. Couldn't agree more. So jumping into a lot of us didn't really necessarily pick this up, I guess, when we were in college or even, you know, even the couple years out necessarily, what's a skill that you wish you would have learned when you were younger, but you've taught yourself after, you're leaving school. Yeah, definitely that is, you know, risking failure. And it's kind of two things, but, you know, risking so that you can fail. And, you know, I grew up in a traditional suburban white-collar family. You know, you go to college, you get a job. You, you know, my dad worked at a GM plant for 45 years. My mom was a school teacher for 40 years, right? So I was, you know, I was raised, go out, get a job, do whatever everyone told you to do, get a college education, do all that stuff. And that's great. I, I'm very grateful for that life that I've had. But I almost wish that I would have taken way more risks, especially when I didn't have a family, when I was younger, you know. Um, so, and, and then risking a lot and then failing a lot, right? You know, if I, you know, if I was younger now, and we all like to say we go back and look, if I was talking to a young person now, which I do a lot, and I tell them, I go, go out there and fail hard. Go risk everything. What do you have to lose right now? Really? What do you have, a cell phone payment? Go risk everything you have on your passion, your idea, and use the power of the Internet to try and make it happen. And, and you might succeed. What happens if you succeed and you get everything you always wanted, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, they probably have uh, two cell phone payments for like a couple right. different phones, but <laughs> that's great advice. You know, going into that a little bit more, one thing that you talk about, you know, people often talk about things that they always wanted to do, but they never did. And one thing that you specialize is helping people self-promote and write books. And that's a lot on a lot of people's bucket lists. I want to write a book and they never do. What are a couple things you want to you would tell people and you tell people who have always thought about writing a book but just haven't done it? Well, there, there's two different reasons to write a book. I mean, you've got 
the nonfiction end of it, you know, you know, writing a book to build your brand, to build your career, to grow your business, right? And then you've got the fiction side of it. If you can tell great stories, you know, vampire romance, whatever you want to write, you, it, it, the, there's this huge opportunity now in self-publishing. Anyone can put their stories out there, fiction, nonfiction, and, and make money from them. But I, I want to focus a little bit on the nonfiction side because probably got a lot of entrepreneurs and people on this podcast. You know, a book is the best business card you will ever have. I want you to picture this scenario. You've written a book. Let's say that you are uh, an expert in social media for real estate agents, okay? And you are in the real estate uh, industry. And you're trying to get a job as a social media manager or a client as a social media manager for a client, right? What's better? You walk into the room and hand them a business card or you hand them a book that says, Here's the title of the book I wrote. It's called Social Media for Real Estate Agents. And you actually hand them the book with your photo on the, on the thing. Or you send them a link to the page on Amazon and they see, see it there. It's the best business card you will ever have. There's this little thing I like to call the plop test, right? So basically, when I used to do a lot of consulting, when I had my book, I would walk into a client's office or at an event or something and I would walk in and I'd, I'd pull a book out of my bag and, I'd, and I'm going to drop, I got a book copy here, my new book. It's a smaller book, but I'm going to drop it on the table. And here's the sound it makes. That's the sound of money. That's the sound of the client getting handed your business card. And they're like, wow, this is a legitimate person who has taken the time. And your resume goes to the top of the pile, right? Your expertise level goes to the top of the person's mind. So writing a book is the most amazing thing you can do to, to build your business. Absolutely. That's uh, one of the reasons why I wrote mine, what you just said there. I had a story I wanted to tell and share, and I really enjoy writing. But more importantly, on top of that, there was an additional reason. I wanted to separate myself from the million other media sales reps running around in the entire country. And I right. thought there's a lot of other things I do, but that was one that I thought I could clearly do to separate that. So why don't, you know, talking separate. about, sorry. No, I just said you have to separate. You're right. I mean, you've got a uh, hundred people looking for a job or to, to get this client, right? What are you doing differently? Right. You walk in there with that book and they're like, wow, this is somebody who will pay attention to. Speaking of the books, uh, you want to tell the audience about the event that you were putting on and how they can either attend or check out more info? Yeah, you know, I'm doing an event, a full-day author training for people who have either written books or are thinking about writing a best-selling book in Cleveland, Ohio this summer in September at the website authormarketinglive.com. It's 150 bucks for a full day of training from some of the best-selling self-published and traditionally published authors out there in the world today. So if you're anywhere near Cleveland, uh, grab a cheap flight, drive on up. I've only got probably 70 or so seats left, and it's about 55 days out since when we're recording. So head over to authormarketinglive.com and check it out. It's a great agenda. And if you ever thought about writing a book, this is going to be the thing that's going to get you through it. Great. And uh, I'll tell everybody, you know, Jim's website, the Author Marketing Club, uh, helped me a ton when I was self-publishing both of my books. I think... Just using his platform, I received a thousand free downloads uh, 
oh, great. Uh, my three free days. Oh, that's good news. So, all right. A room full of people scared to death of presenting or talking in public. You do a lot of consulting, a lot of speaking to big groups. What would you help them or tell them to overcome those fears? Fail? No, I would tell them two things. At first, I would tell them, just get up there and tell some stories, right? Just tell a story. You don't have to have this prepared present presentation. Think of a story of something that happened and tell it. It's as simple as that, just like you would tell a friend. Um, and and just, just go through, I forgot what the other thing I was going to say, but tell a story and just be convincing about it, right? I, you know, when, I do some speaking out there, and one of the best pieces I do is this whole 10-minute thing on that whole anxiety thing I just talked about. I gave you the, the one-minute version of it. But I've got a whole 10-minute signature story there where I talk about it. And it's, a, it's, a, it's something that I've practiced. And it really gets through to people when they hear experiences, right? Nobody wants to see PowerPoints and bullet, you know, reading off of PowerPoints and all that stuff. So just get up there and tell stories. Absolutely. Mine, mine's about the hot dog stand. Our friend yeah. uh, Anthony Anarino, he always talks about, uh, he always talks about how he got mistaken for flea, or Anthony Keaties from the Red Hot Chili Peppers when he was in a rock band and a girl kissed a guy kissed him on the lips. You know, right. it, it's those stories that, and what the, and what we learn from them and grow from. I think. Right. What is uh, what are you doing next? What's I know there's something next on the agenda, another idea, another program. What's cooking in the next six to twelve months? You know, besides this event and Author Marketing Club, those are the things I, I am really focusing nowadays. My new book is coming out. It's called Go Direct. Awesome. We'll, have a, we'll get, get a link it. down for that. Yeah, godirectbook.com. You can grab a free copy of it. Um, it's available for pre-order right now. And uh, that's what's going on with me. I'm, I, I've got this podcast today. I've got a podcast I'm doing with my buddy Brian. We do one called The Sell More Books Show. And we're doing that in a couple hours. Then I'm going to coach my daughter's playoff uh, softball game. So that's what's going on with me. I'm a happy guy. I love what I'm doing. I focus on the things that I'm passionate about. And I turn them into uh, ventures that can help me build my brand and help me uh, accomplish my goals. That's great, Jim. Uh, any, any final words of wisdom then? Uh, this podcast is geared for people trying to live the life they want to deserve. It sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. What, what do you have to say to them? Oh, let me ask you a question then for the people out there. You know, since birth, this is a long-winded question, so bear with me. Since birth, you were taught something. And you were taught that you needed to play by the rules, go to school, get a college education, go work in a job that you hate, complain about it, buy a house, get married, blah, 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 right? Everything society taught you that you had to do if you wanted to be just like everybody else. And the part about that I hate the most is the part where they tell you that you have to work in a job that you hate. And that bothers me to this day. And I, Some days I want to pull my kids out of school because I don't like what they're teaching them, which is you need to conform. You need to be like everybody else. You don't need to think differently. You need to just get a job. And live your life. And I teach my kids the opposite. I walk into a, a, a restaurant or a, a business and my kids complain about something there. I go, you know what? You want to work back there or you want to own the place? 
Because if you own the place, you get to do whatever the heck you want. Change your mindset is what I want people to think. There's so many people who don't believe that they can live the life that they want. So they never try. The internet has equalized everything. It has allowed anyone with a passion, skill, knowledge to take it and put it on the web in a class, a book, a podcast, a membership site, whatever it is. It's allowed you to break free of those chains that bind you and go out there and be successful. The first problem is you don't believe it. And you don't believe it because you were taught not to believe it. And you don't believe that anyone can actually really does it. What you say in your head, your brain tells you, oh, those people are all scammers. Oh, those people all got lucky. Right? I want you to look at all the very successful people who are your friends, associates, people you know in your neighborhood and your lives. I want you to notice something. Those people who took risks, those people who went out there and built something, they're pretty happy, aren't they? Right? You never hear them complaining about their jobs. You never hear them complaining they got to go to work. And you're always wondering, why do those people always look like they're so happy? Why do they always, they're never complaining about anything. Why? They, they don't have to be rich. But you don't believe it. And that's your problem, is you don't believe that it's possible. Once you do believe that it's possible, the next step is to get off your butt and go do it. And if you don't do it, you get what everybody else gives you. I always say doers get what they want, and everyone else gets what they get. Are you happy, right? There's this. I like to talk about this pain level ratio, right? You go, I had kidney stones, and the, the nurse said to me, what's your pain level? And I said, nine. I'm about to die here, right? So I want you to ask yourself this question. You're sitting in your cubicle. You're at your job. You're working behind the counter at Subway. How bad do you hate it? Is it a nine? Is it a one? Right? That's what's going to get you off your butt to get out there and try some of these things. To start a franchise, to build a membership site, to write a book. Right? You must decide. And you have to take your pain level ratio and say, you know what? I'm okay with this job that I hate. I have no problem with it. And you know what? That's great. A lot of people love that. But for me, sitting in a room and having a boss or somebody tell me what I have to do and control my destiny and tell me how much money I have to make and when I have to be in the work, those things I can't do. So my pain level is high. So you have to decide. So that's my words of wisdom for you. Beautiful. Beautiful words. I'll tell you what. It's what I've been talking about on my blog lately. Own it. You own it. You take ownership. You can do anything. All right. Marketing fun with Mike, lightning round questions before we head out of here. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. One word staring at you in the bathroom mirror to motivate you in the morning when you wake up, what would it be? Family. Great answer that nobody has said yet. Thank you. Favorite nonfiction book ever that you didn't write? Steve Krug, Don't Make Me, don't make me Think. One celebrity or big name, whatever it may be, that you would love to have a tenure event this fall because you think it'd be fun to get them on stage to do something. Are we talking about a B-level celebrity or like somebody everybody knows? You can do whatever level, whatever level you want. Um, you know, I'll go with uh, J.K. Rowling of the Harry Potter books. She would yes. be great to have on stage. Great. 
one person everyone needs to pay attention to in the writing world that they don't know about yet? Uh, my co-host on the Sell More Book Show, Brian Cohen, who is doing really amazing fiction work and marketing work right now. Great. All right. What goes on a gym-style hot dog? Um, you know what? I don't know if anyone's ever said this before, but I got to tell you, I like peanut butter on my hot dog. Nice. I do. Just straight peanut butter? Peanut butter, you know, don't really need anything else. Peanut butter would be good. All right. I Free, like that. Crunchy. All right, Jim. Hey, thanks again for coming on the show. How can people best keep in touch with you to see your work and uh, join your community? You can learn everything about me by just heading over to jimcookrell.com. You can find out about everything I do. There's a little video I have on the front of the site. It's a minute and a half long. All I ask, go there, watch the video. You'll know everything that I do and how I create things that can help you and grow your business and your brand. So that's, that's how you can find out everything about me. Awesome. We'll have that link on the uh, podcast show link too. So we're going to sign off here in just a minute, everybody. Until the next edition of the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles, thank you for listening. Please get one of Jim's books today. He's put out a lot of great work. This is the Hot Dog Extraordinaire Mike Rudd signing off. Carpe diem. You were just listening to the Hot Dog Stand Chronicles. Until next time, the Hot Dog Extraordinaire has signed off. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah.